You're listening to the Tech Edition Podcast, episode 48. Just gank it off YouTube. Hi, welcome to the Tech Edition Podcast. I'm Sergio, your host. Uh, it is February 4th. February 4th? Yeah, 2010. Hey, 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 Black History Month. <laughs> yeah, the, sh- the shortest month of the year. Oh, man, oh, we oh it is. We, it is. Well, we get an extra day every four years, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're getting something. Uh, and speaking of Black History Month, we are one- short one black dude this week. <laughs> uh, Carrie's not on, uh, but we do have the rest of the cast. Clarence, Carl, James. What's what up, up? What up? How's it going? Pretty good. Another, another week of mayhem. Yep, 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 yep. Any good movies come out this weekend? <laughs> Probably mm-hmm. not the Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> I wouldn't release my movie on Super Bowl weekend. Would you? Yeah, this is actually going to be the first year I'm going to sit and watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the entire state of Mississippi will be sitting and watching the Super Bowl in Louisiana. There's well, going to be really, massive I... amounts of call-ins. <laughs> the Arklamasis everywhere. Well, it's just I, 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 unlike a lot of people in the South, I really don't give a shit about football. <laughs> but I said years ago that you know what, if the Saints go to the Super Bowl, I, I will actually sit and watch that. And now <laughs> I have to do so. That that's a very calm thing to say if the Saints go to go to the Super Bowl. I know people <laughs> who are like, if the Saints go to get a Super Bowl, I'll shave my head. I want to. I have all comfort. Gonna watch it from Hattiesburg. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I distinctly remember the Aints days. Oh, I just yeah. remember watching the highlight reels and seeing in the stands like reels. over half of the Saints fans that were there had bags on the heads, said Aints, but they were still there. Uh, <laughs> I wish them luck. I do. I want, I want them to win so bad. Yeah, well, it should definitely be a really good game either way, hopefully. Yeah. All right. Well, we have a buttload of news topics this week, so let's just jump right in. Um, let's start with Clarence this week. Yeah, and I, you know, we just talking about the Super Bowl. And, and speaking of Super Bowl, uh, the the last Airbender uh, spot for the Super Bowl has already leaked on the internet, yeah. and it looks quite interesting. Have, have any of you guys had a chance to view it? I tried, but it wouldn't load for some reason. Not yet. I'll check it right now. It, it, I'll just Airbender. go ahead and say this: this doesn't look like anything Night Shyamalan has ever done. So. <laughs> I don't know if he has good consultants or whatever working with him, but well, I know that teaser tra- trailer that me and Carl watched. I don't remember on the movie like last year was really kick ass, and I know it didn't look anything like what I'd seen him Shyamalan do before. Yeah, did he? He did say that. Uh, you know, he started watching the show because of his daughter, and it became like a family ritual type thing. Um, so, once so plus is he is a fan of Avatar. The last Airbender, not the blue people. <laughs> yeah, that, that that actually, I I have no interest in the last Airbender, but that looked really cool. Wow, have you watched uh, any other cartoon? None whatsoever. Oh, uh, you need to watch it. It's an American anime, you know, like they, it's actually like, really okay. good. It's not. It is not as uh, for little kids as you really think it is. Wow. Well, I, trust me, I'm not above watching a kid show. That's not the problem. 
Yeah, it is very surprising because, you know, I, I first heard a lot of people talking about it, and I, I really didn't know what was going on. And I just sat down and actually watched one episode of it, and I was like, wow. And I wow. still yet seen every episode of it, and I'm, I'm, I really want to go back and do that before I watch the movie. Well, it says written, produced, and directed by him. So, oh, damn. Wow. I thought he was just, I thought Nickelodeon just said, hey, you want to do this, direct this? But he actually fronted some money and wrote some of this stuff. So, I. Okay. Well, he hope he don't piss off a lot of people. He's, he's going all in. <laughs> he's yeah, just called. Putting his uh, money where his mouth is. Hmm. So I speak something big. We'll see. Come on, I'm a ding dong. <laughs> Sp- speaking yeah, that, of... Yeah, Carl, you, you need to check that trailer out. Like, seeing the live-action version of Aang coming out of that, uh, his chrysalis that they find him in. Oh, yeah, I just watched it. Beautiful. <laughs> I can't wait for the movie. Well, I, I, I don't want to get off topic, but speaking of Avatar, it became the highest grossing movie of all time, like yesterday. <laughs> Keeping that in the theaters. Crazy. Wow. Not surprising. Yeah, it has stayed in theaters longer than a lot of movies have. Yeah, and people are still At watching least in the past two years. Like, it, it looks like it's going to pass Titanic by a long shot, like, like by a lot. Oh wow! You know what? I'm I'm down for the avatars. Other than the part when they're uh, doing the little seance and they're like moving back and forth, I'm like, this is incredibly cheesy. Oh, like everybody, everybody <laughs> on ecstasy and acid and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, they must have been watching some um some some uh, Matrix. Matrix. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking that when when I, I was like, oh, okay, okay, you can go back to your news topics now. Sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, people are going to have a lot of things to say about uh, Airbender. A lot of people have bad things to say. And, and speaking of comments, which are are just over the top and horribly bad, and Gadget has cut cut off their comments, so they've like totally can't, uh, killed their comment system for uh, the time being. Do any of you guys using Gadget or familiar with it? Familiar I, with it, but never commented. <laughs> it's like only the biggest tech psych ever, ever. You know, and um, it. It's like a, a very, very mainstream tech site that a lot of people visit, but us apparently. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I and, and, and they actually just got tired of people flaming and the derogatory comments that are so rampant on uh, many sites around here, including dig.com. So, I mean, they just like killed the comment system. Um, I blame the iPad. <laughs> a good thing to blame. Even those but, are related. <laughs> but they had a, a pretty well. I guess they got too much flaming because they had a you know one of those you know let the users uh, you know say stuff to the comments and as you gave it negative uh, you know reviews, yeah, you can, it, uh, it, it became more what less opaque. Yeah, it's yeah, like, you can you can uh, vote it up or vote, vote it down. Hmm. But but and I, as, I and as you vote it up, it gets bold. <laughs> Nah, it just stays visible. It has like plus marks, you know. Eighty people prove this, so it's probably a good comment. Read it, you know. But I, I guess this is just a, a question or, or um, entry point to the greater discussion of why do people on the internet <laughs> comment? Why do they say stuff on the internet they never say in person or? Because just because it's not personal, because <laughs> it's not personal. Just like people go off on you on the phone whenever there's, you know, no fear of uh, immediate retribution. <laughs> every, everyone is a. Uh, 
you know, smart ass hat. Gotta love anonymity on the internet. There you go. <laughs> no face, no name, nothing but text. Shoot, not even not even sound, not even you can't even say you know, walk down the street and say, I recognize your voice. <laughs> <laughs> well wow. actually Penny Arcade has has uh addressed this like head on and it, it they actually gave it a name. Uh, they they call it John Gabriel's greater uh, greater internet fuckwad theory. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and and it's just when given both anonymity and an audience, he or she can become a total fuckwad, which is slang for a very disagreeable person. <laughs> very disagreeable person. Yeah, it's but the the biggest part is the anonymity. You know, if there's absolutely no uh, no consequences for your actions or what you say. You you're given free reign to say anything. Yep, that's why tourists run rapid. Uh huh. <laughs> it's the cloud. It's the swarm. Cloud. I mean, the swarm actually. <laughs> oh man, how did how did it turn into a swarm, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, you said uh, the torrents, so you know, they, they yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, moving right along, uh, the, the Sega Genesis horn continues. <laughs> we talked about this a couple of weeks back. Um, I forgot what product it was, but yeah, just 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 more whoring. And and actually, this is actually turned out pretty good. Um, they actually licensed their system to to uh, a company called Zone Forty, I believe, and they actually made a Genesis with Wii style remotes. And I just thought this was the coolest thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> And I want one. <laughs> really? Wow, fifty games! Wow, and, and it plays cartridges. Yeah, <laughs> that's a plus for you, sir. You know, yes, you it like, is. Uh, garage sales and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be stuck with the same fifty crappy games when I can pick up cartridges to put in the top of it. <laughs> I just found out too. Uh, N sixty four cartridges are, are still big sellers. Like I heard the like Con- the original Conqueror's Bad Fur Day is like is like reaching Final Fantasy Square like old game prices. Like you know, people still trying to get the originals in like good sealed boxes. Mm-hmm. Like Conquer is like eighty bucks to a hundred dollars. Wow. wow. That, that needs to be released on uh Xbox Live. Ah, yeah. Yeah, 'cause it was because a lot of people agree it was much better than Live and Reloaded. <laughs> Live and Reloaded was pretty. But it was, the same, it was the same game. Yeah, with a few extras. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, every every one of these that we've looked at, because we looked at like four or five of them, each one gets better. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I'm waiting for the person to come out with an all, all in system which plays every type of cartridge ever ever produced and is multiple platform. <laughs> well, I will say, I think Ben Hick has a mod that. <laughs> That uh, <laughs> plays N64, SNES, and NES cartridges, and I think and Genesis and Master System cartridges. I think yeah, I think Ben Hick has modified one like that. It looks like a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and toaster my slices. <laughs> and my last story is uh, Monster actually buys Yahoo High Jobs, and for I think like two hundred twenty-five million or something like that. But wow. the, the the bigger point I wanted to get out of this is that all there aren't that many quality job hunting sites out there already right now. 
course you have dice for the tech people and you have a a, a crap load of other smaller sites where you go in and you can apply for jobs but the big ones have been uh career builder monster and hot jo- and uh yahoo hot jobs and i don't know if it's a good thing to see them folding into one because it gives you less choices to to go and apply for jobs because all of them don't have, have the same exact jobs all the time so I don't know. Yes. I just thought this was worth mentioning. <laughs> but I think job search, I definitely would prefer a consolidated job listing. Because I do hate the fact that you have to go through multiple sites just to find multiple jobs in your in your area. Even the freaking like your your uh, unemployment or employment assistance. So, uh, you know, your, your local area uh, sites don't have as much stuff listed as some of those. Then actually they have jobs listed that, which I guess would make sense since they're local, that Monster doesn't have sometimes. Yeah. And like another problem I have with job sites in general, especially I know this happens a lot with uh, with, with career builder. Like you go there and apply for a job, and it just forwards you to the uh, company website to to fill out an application there. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what is what's the point of having a, uh, a a site where you go in and put in your resume and all this other crap when you have to still all the good jobs you still have to go through another site just to fill out the application? So. Oh, it's the company's fault um, because they, a lot of companies that do that, they have their own like user database systems. So instead of just letting Monster or whatever, you know, integration, resume, integration, integration, integration. <laughs> not going to happen. Not going to happen. They're, big companies use, uh, you know, Monster and Career Builder as a digital classifieds. That's it. Yeah, true. Yep. They, they use it as. <laughs> and that's actually not the worst thing about getting forwarded getting forwarded back to the job to the actual employer site. The thing I hate is all the freaking fake jobs or that be on there or the company or the or the fake people trying to get your info. Like, hey, I got oh, a yeah. job. I got a job here. Just send me your resume, your social security number, and phone number, and email, and we'll get in contact with you. Or hey, you want to make five hundred dollars an hour sitting on your ass? Or- <laughs> <laughs> and, and while and while we're on, on stuff about uh, job sites, to just piss you off. I mean, you mentioned some of the ones that <laughs> solicit you and stuff, but I will say that the number one thing that pissed me off is seeing like a gazillion army ads in there. Where he's yeah. like, oh, be a doctor, be a blah blah blah, join army. I'm like, what the frick? <laughs> <laughs> you click on it, be like, be like this is what the job needs, you know. Uh, computer programming skills, uh, skills in this, skills in this, army enlistment. In five years, if you're a good soldier, you just might be a doctor. And if you survive, <laughs> if you don't get shot. Yeah, like last time I was in, the, I was actually searching for jobs. I had my wife doing most of the hunting while I was at my current job, mm-hmm. and uh. I'd come home and have like 300 emails. Thank you for replying. Hey, thank you for replying. Hey. Well, <laughs> oh, I was like, dude, what? they send an email like every 20 minutes. Oh, hey, we're still hunting for you. We're still looking for you. Yeah. <laughs> still looking for a job? Hey, we'd like you to contact one of our third parties to help you write your resume. Your- uh, exactly. I don't, I just do. Just- or, or Monster actually, you know, putting an advertisement between. Uh, you know, the more info link of the job. Like, you'd be like, oh, hmm, that looks nice. Let's see. Let me see the more info. Hey, you want to go to the University of Phoenix? And then on the right <laughs> side of the page, you know, small purple check mark. Oh, like, funny. you got to say, no thanks, take me to the job. Like, oh, I get tired of that pop-up page. <laughs> <sighs> wow. Well, Clarence, thank you for the enlightening topics. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Carl, you have a couple. One yeah, of them stole, but I'm... We're not going to talk about that. 
And I didn't really steal it. Kind of got beat to it, but planned on getting. But you know, the, the stars aligned, and it still landed back in my lap. But I'll get to that one next. Uh, the first game, though, you know, I'm gonna you know first go to a game that hasn't disappointed us at all in its entire uh, lifespan. Nintendo's Metroid. Uh, Metroid Two, dude. <laughs> Metroid Two. No, people love that one on Game Boy, and they're no. begging for a remake. A, no, well, maybe oh, a, a remake, remake, but that original yeah. terrible. But keep going. No. <laughs> but Metroid Other M, um, Nintendo hasn't released much information. Everyone knows that it's been made by uh, Tecmo, yeah, Team Ninja. Ninja, Team Ninja Tecmo, the you know the the booby physics people. So so Samus is gonna jiggle in her suit, but <laughs> they haven't, <laughs> they haven't given us much information. But the official Japanese website is up now. Uh, if you speak Japanese or read Japanese, uh, or you know, just YouTube it, someone's already uh, you know converted it and uh, translated it. I mean, so you know, you can find out what they what they're exactly saying. But they don't tell you much. You just hear someone speak. Um, I, I feel what she said, uh, but it sounds sounds more like you're gonna hear a lot more of Samus's background. Then the page, you know, loads. You get a Samus outside of her. Her suit standing, watching uh, the sun set in a very futuristic city, and you get is, a very somber piano music playing. Is this is it just does it look like uh, Star Wars, a, a scene out of Star Wars? Yeah, should have looked like <laughs> that. Uh, what was the name of the city uh, where the government was uh, or the federal Cor- Coruscant? Yeah, yeah Coruscant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it does so. look like that. Look like if you see. Um, I was missing the flying vehicles. Out. See Sam Jackson fly by real quick or something with Yoda piggybacking, but <laughs> but uh, this is definitely a teaser site. Uh, the one plus it does give, which you can read if you even if you don't know Japanese, is the big 2010 in the bottom right corner. So <laughs> as of yet, at least Japan will be getting this game this year, which also is peculiar because America has shown more love for Metroid, being that you know we like to shoot things more than they do. Um, so, but then we could. <laughs> it's in our blood. <laughs> it's in our blood. If it blows up, we're happy. Hey, but Carl, th- there's there's one huge, huge, huge problem with this, and I'm and I'm seeing this. Uh, it's just a huge problem. With all the great new Nintendo titles that we should be getting over the next year. It's on the Wii. It's on the freaking Wii. I want a freaking high def Metroid. I don't. I don't want the, <laughs> the, the, the dumbed down Wii version. I want. I want to see it in full glory. <laughs> you want to see them? Want to see them? Want, need more polygons for that jiggle? With yes. A high, oh, high <laughs> you said that. <laughs> you, you agree? <laughs> I didn't know you'd take it there. <laughs> yeah, you, you are right though. Like Mario, Mario can get away with it because he's supposed to be colorful and fun. So you don't need that much high resolution to get away with, you know, vibrant graphics. But Metroid, Zelda, uh, shoot, even uh, Smash Brothers or, or uh, F Zero, Star Fox. Yeah, but those are those are titles that really can benefit from that high yeah, resolution. But but even think about seeing a freaking high def Mario. How cool would that be? Yeah. Just yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, of well, course, it's not going to really change. It's still Mario. Anyway, so. Well, there's so much other potentials to other artifacts and stuff in the Mario world that you can make look pretty. <laughs> yeah, like see actual skin cells or fungus growing off, off the Goombas or something. <laughs> Hit a, fun, a Goomba with Jock itch. But 
<laughs> maybe not. Maybe not in the sense of maybe not in the sense of the new Mario that came out, but definitely in the 3D Mario's. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I could that. see that. But yeah, uh, now moving to another you know storied franchise that everyone's grew up with and loved, but has caused a little more heartache than Metroid. As everyone knows, Sega is taking Sonic back to his roots, or per se, making the portable. Both Sonics on the console because you know they always stay good and 2D and fun as opposed to you know the, the 3D abominations. Uh, but this Sonic, this Sonic almost appeared to look pre-rendered there. To be honest, um, as opposed to polygonal, uh, it looks everything looked like pre-rendered graphics, uh, scaling, multiple backgrounds. I'm pretty sure Sonic is three though. But one problem I had with this video that I saw, Sonic looked slow. Like he looked like he was just. <laughs> He looked like he was walk, power walking or just jogging or doing a little trot or something. Dude, Sonic is getting old. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They need to go ahead and put a beard on and make him look like uh, his Uncle Chuck from the old Sonic cartoon from the 90s, if you don't want to remember those. You know, when Jaleel White Urkel did the voices of Sonic? But <laughs> I know y'all remember that. But <laughs> but Sonic 4, everyone's happy. It's, oh. it's somebody, somebody doing a spin dash. It. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like I heard a spit there. But thankfully, Sonic is getting back to his 2D roots. That means we're going to get super fast stages. Don't have to worry about all that exploring. The other, you know, stupid <laughs> characters get to run fast. Where you then, you know, do instant death fall or spikes set in front of you when the screen scrolls too far. Or, But hopefully they get all that right. I'm looking forward to it. And another thing I, I realized, too, this doesn't appear to be a... Actual retail release, I guess. Yeah, that's that's, that's the be, thing that surprised me the most. It's gonna yeah. be downloaded. PSN, Xbox Arcade, WiiWare. But you know, so it's just something cool about how the major develop, developers are on board with releasing straight to console games, and and I mean, especially for for games like this, which are retro games, which really don't deserve a full uh, retail release. It's just like perfect for it. So. Yep. They still can't beat Capcom, though, with their retro Mega Man. Did you see how they actually went and got like an artist to do one of those real super crappy box arts like the original <laughs> Mega Man one? <laughs> <laughs> I give them much points for that. And I still need to buy the game because I hear it's it's like ridiculously hard. It's, it's actually probably on that level that I think that's probably a game the angry nerd needs to do or something. He just did Ninja Gaiden, which I think he's running out of crappy games and he just won, he's now doing games you love but just seriously punished you type of situations now. But yeah, back to Sonic. Yeah, Sega horning themselves. Yes they are. But hopefully, <laughs> hopefully hopefully they get Sonic right this time. There there's a there's a few reasons they're doing this game. One, Sonic doesn't sell anymore. So they're <laughs> trying to find a new way to sell him. And two, Mario has had tremendous success uh, going yeah. back to its roots. That's very true. And not to mention Mega, as you as you mentioned, Mega Man, uh, the remake of Bionic Commando. Oh yeah, this uh, what they call it? Two, what we getting now? Two and, two and a half, two and a half D now. What mm-hmm. they're calling it? Three D, three yeah. D engines on a two D plane. Exactly. Yeah. Which, which, and and which, the, the yeah. No, I was just saying I don't I don't know if the the Bionic Commando or the Mega Man were were uh, sales as far as I'm. I mean, were success as far as sales, but you would you would say there's a success as far as fan nostalgia and 
and just remaking the retro type titles. But I don't I, know if they were. Yeah, because uh, Bionic Commando was a flop. It was, no, yes. no, 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 no. I started driving quick. No, 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 no. But Bionic, Bionic Commando was a flop. Bionic Commando Rearmed is what. Oh yeah, that caused Bionic Commando to be uh, developed. Oh, okay. <laughs> And Mega Man 9 did so well, they're making a Mega Man 10 in the exact same style. Yeah, yeah. and it has another super crappy box art uh, done for it. Where I think they actually had printed that made a cartridge, too, um, that had no you know, circuitry in it that uh, <laughs> that they like gave out to a winner or something like that. They should actually go ahead and put the... Well, no, I doubt it would actually run on the NES. I'm pretty sure they're probably... They're probably using that 8-bit art, but I'm pretty sure it's probably pushing a little harder than what the uh, NES could do. Maybe a little, but uh, <laughs> like Se- Sega, br- the, the, I can't really say anything good about Sonic at this point. The, the, <laughs> he was the, in Smash the, Brothers. He, yeah, he was in Smash Brothers, and he sucked, so it, I can't even <laughs> say that good. Uh, yeah, he made my well, captain at least they stop him, It's true to who he is in Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But what one thing I'm trying to say is the the little bit of game footage that is in that teaser because there's maybe five seconds of game footage shows the exact same art uh, art from the original games and it's been bubbled up into 3D. That's <laughs> yeah. And they need to bring back his uh, you know feet moving so fast you can't you know see him with the naked eye type thing. They probably but, will. You know that. They're going to go all out, but it, it just really bothers me that they aren't updating the, the graphics. They can. Yeah, I, I almost rather them not even put any video on here until it was like, really has something good to show. Because what they showed in this, this video segment was lackluster, and it, it just didn't really make me want to play the game, to be frank. Yeah, I, I know I sat and watched that video with Carl, and I was just like, that's it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seriously? Like they was banking more off of the previous Sonics. And I know one thing they're probably not gonna do, but I think will make a great suggestion, but will probably make the game make the game easier. Since it's a three D engine, even well you could also do it with sprite scaling also. But I think when he hits like top speed or as his speed increases, the camera should zoom out. Yeah, that would be nice. That probably would be a good idea. You know, so you can see but then they'd be like, Well, you would see the spikes we put there just to piss you off. <laughs> yeah, that's just part of part of Sonic is dying nine times before you finish a level. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. memorization, knowing to jump okay. like right here, knowing because you're gonna you know pass over the spikes with your incredible speed. And maybe we have some they more tails and knuckles in it though. Yeah, and maybe we have some more Dragon Ball esque type supersonic transformations. <laughs> Even though I think they said Sonic actually was first, I think, with the, uh, <laughs> with, with the golden spiky look. And the funny thing is, Sonic's natural eye color is green. His eyes turn red when he goes supersonic, which I guess is kind of uh, that I know too much about Sonic. Did you say supersonic? <laughs> supersonic. <laughs> supersonic. Speaking of super things, James, your news topics are up next. Yes, yes. Uh, my first topic up is uh, super fandom ideas. Um, surfing around on the net, especially Kotaku, came across this. Um, a young man that lives in Montreal is obviously a huge Dead Space fan and wanted to have a personalized PS3. Now, a lot of times, um, people have personalized stuff. It's like their rock band guitar stuff like that. Well, what this kid did is he went to a local airbrush artist and had a mural airbrushed onto his PS3. <laughs> 
And if uh, any of the guys that are on the podcast are looking at this uh, link, it is an amazing render job that this guy did. I mean, he completely airbrushed it. And if you play Dead Space, it's the Ishimura during the middle of the planet crack. You know, the funny thing is, thanks to Kotaku, this will probably be on eBay in the next 10 days. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. He's like, wow, this thing is famous. Let's see how much money I can get. And then he also probably put on there that you know, he's donating 10% to charity to also get people to say, hey, it's charity. Dude, that doesn't, look, that, that doesn't look like an airbrush. It looks so good. <laughs> it sure does. That wow. glossy uh, black finish on the PS3 must make a very good canvas. No, that, that's, a, that's not a... That's a new PS3. That's a, the um. Oh the yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, when they're ma- they're matte finished instead yeah. of gloss. Yeah, oh. they're matte finished and they don't have that strip down the middle. That's the reason why there's no strip. You know, uh-huh. on mine it's got the strip that's got the PS3 logo on it. PlayStation Three. Well, yeah, but, uh, pretty penny for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that airbrush that, that's, not cheap. That's, yeah, that's probably about a good fifty to eighty dollar job at least. That's I, most, I know. but I mean, if this I'd guy's really that. good and he's been well known for it, it would it, it could be upwards of two hundred bucks for a good job. <laughs> yeah, Dante's Inferno is next. More EA uh, titles that have pretty good stories. Wait, what? I'm just thinking of. Uh, other e other EA published titles with oh, extremely point. awesome art and stuff. And yeah, yeah, and let's see, who developed Dead Space? Was that Visceral? It's Visceral yeah. also. Ah, think, yep, same people. Right. They're doing good. I guess their work conditions aren't too bad or are very well, that's, bad. That's, they, that, that's assuming Dante's Inferno doesn't suck. Ah, that's <laughs> well. It's got a war. It is. It's got a war. Or Christian God of War, or I, I wouldn't call it Christian. Well, yeah, yeah, because yeah, that that poem actually did have a lot of mythology in it. Yeah, it is. It is. It is based on a poem, so that has nothing to do with actual religion, <laughs> or very little to do. Oh, J- James, what's your next topic? <laughs> <laughs> Off the rails. Uh, well, my next topic is. Uh, Anybody remember to a previous one, if not this one, bringing it up is um, on a previous podcast. I talked about where was the love as far as download content for a lot of games that uh, had said they was going to have download content and never had any. Well, one of the games that's, uh, that I really enjoyed that didn't have a whole lot of download DLC was uh, Resident Evil Five. Well, here we are. We're almost a year later, and now we're starting to actually going to be getting a bit of download content. So. The question is, how long should the love last? It depends on the game. Yeah. True. It depends like on the if, game. If you're on PC and play Team Fortress, it should last forever. I but, agree. <laughs> but I, I, it, like, like you guys say, it, it depends on what type of game it is. And like, also, you have to look at it from the developer standpoint. They, they it, At some point, they come to a, a, a crossroads where they have to either stop doing DLC altogether or start on the next version of the game. So it's kind of a give and take of what you can actually, how much DLC you can actually put out before you actually put yeah. put all your resources into the next title. And then Capcom really is a is a is a cop out. They're really not doing. They really didn't do download content. They did pay to unlock <laughs> crap that's already on your disc. Yeah, because them yeah. guys checked it and it was that 
whatever that kilobyte size uh, unlock file is that you know mm-hmm. that you get when you buy uh, arcade game. Because you know when you download arcade trial, you really have the full game. But when you buy it, you download like a 128K unlock key or patch or whatever. And that's pretty much what Capcom has done with Resident Evil and Street Fighter, I think, on the little download content they did do. Yeah, well, I, I think the the length really is tied to the type of game. It, like a game like Rock Band, you're going to have download con- content every single week. And that makes sense because yeah. the content is bite-sized and it fits into the existing game. Games like Assassin's Creed or, or uh, Prince of Persia, both of those have downloadable content, but both of them seem really stupid. <laughs> you know? No, it, well, now, now the way this topic was talking about, uh, what I was talking about was the fact: how long should a game be out before you before get downloaded? They they, before they decide they're not going to put the download content out, because, like I said, this game's been out for a year, and now we're going to have um, actual DLC for this game. Now, that's too long. Now, just anybody knows, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. I'm going to be buying it. I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. But yeah. the question is, you know. How long? Because uh, it, it still it, it irks me because it's been so long. What were they doing? You know, you know I understand they're tweaking here or there, but how long should they take before really any download content comes out? Before they say, you know what, we'll not worry about DLC. We'll just make a whole new game. Yeah, I, I mean, think it, they it, should make DLC until the sequel's out. No. Yeah, and and it, and it also depends on what type of studio it is, like. Every studio doesn't just work on one game, so I mean, like after one game has been been uh, printed and ready to ship, they probably grab all them dudes and put them on another game, you know. So to to have the same team working on the same thing, unless it's just one of them studios that just have one game, is probably pretty rare. Yeah, they're just everybody's like, uh, not wow. playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like Valve because people was on the forum be complaining of. When they was working on Left 4 Dead, everybody was like, "We ain't gonna release them so they can get back to work on uh, the Team Fortress content." And then Val, Val on their Team Fortress blog, be like, "You know, we're not gonna keep them busy for too long, or or we have them multitasking, so you know, you're gonna get you're gonna get content on both titles and, and all that all that jazz and stuff." But, yeah, if you're gonna do download content, be serious about it and do it at least within the first six months. Uh, it's okay to have download content a year later if it is the follow-up to other download content. But don't just straight up start doing it at, at a year. <laughs> or it be like no, extend the game or something like that. Don't, no, don't wait a year later and be like, hey, y'all want some new Ryu clothes? Because <laughs> you know what? The people, the people that are really into the game are probably going to beat it within the first five days that it comes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Maybe. you want to make... You know what this sounds like? This this sounds like somebody was looking at the books and they're like, you know, Resident Evil Five didn't make as much money as we wanted it to. Let's or it release made some downloads. Let's look at some more. <laughs> Maybe, but it sounds more like let's release some download stuff to to spur the sales on it for a month. That way we can get a little bit more cheese off of this, so we can make Resident Evil Six. And then release a gold no. edition of, of Resident Evil 5. <laughs> that, that too. <laughs> yeah, but that's what they're doing. All the, First of all, the, the download, download content, content is that. Then when Gold Edition comes out, it's basically for the people that don't have the game because they can buy it and it has all the DLC. Yep, I think that's a plus sometimes. And like you, you also have to look at two different DLC packs coming out. Yeah, you have have to also look at 
I'm sorry. You also have to look at what type of DLC it is because, like, a lot of times you have assets in place where you don't have to actually create a lot of new stuff. You can just, like, build like build on top of what you already have. Where mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to get a good example. I can't I'm thinking of right now. But instead of having to map out and build a whole new environment, whole new worlds, whole new yeah. uh, models and crap, you can use what all you already have and just uh, have a different uh, story-driven type experience. Yeah, and the thing is, unlike PC, where you know they can just override or replace, you know, any lines of code they need. When this released the CD, they actually have to already have in place a like expandable sections that they can add to, so they can make that download content. Like you know, they made a FPS, but didn't uh, you know have a I don't know an an increasable number to you know allocate for when they want to add maps then you just be stuck with the initial maps and never be able to get any more <laughs> yeah true true yeah well we've we've beat this topic to death <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> all right well Next uh, topic. yes i've got some news topics don't 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 uh, we talked about nba jam was it last week i think it was yes, last week yeah, we talked about nba jam <laughs> and uh <laughs> Boom shakalaka. Yeah, uh, so some screenshots have come out of of what we can expect of the new NBA Jam for Wii. And, and dude, what is that? <laughs> well, whoever expected a 3D game is going to be sad. It, it, like, it... It's, I don't it's even understand that. These are flat character models, like a piece of paper running down a court that it looks like. <laughs> No, it looks like it looks like uh, the South Park people did it. <laughs> you, know, yep. you, know, they, you know, they stick like real people heads on them bodies. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty bad. Yeah, like, that, it's gonna be wait. No, it's gonna be a retail disc, isn't it? They, I don't. They, they haven't uh, specified. They haven't okay. specified. You know, if it's the, if it's a WiiWare for like you know ten bucks or six or whatever, ah, you, you can live with it uh, if it yeah. has online play. Yeah, I'd I'd pay. 15 bucks for that if it had online play but I just that is just it's ridiculous it looks like something from Mortal Kombat yeah that's what yeah. they're going Midway made the original <laughs> they're trying to keep their they're trying to keep their nostalgia going you know just like uh, Mega Man with his 8 bit uh, art and, yeah. and they yeah. and, Son- and Sega's rebirth of Sonic per se uh-huh. yeah and like, and, and like we just mentioned with those titles Xbox Live only uh, PSN downloadable type stuff so I mean, I don't really see this being retail. I heard this is exclusive to Wii. Wow, it, really? It has not been announced to any other pl- platforms. Anyone else at the moment? Wow. <laughs> but, they, but they haven't specified that it's only Wii. Were they trying to be funny in that picture with Kobe pushing uh whoever that is on the Celtics? That's the, that's the sad part. I don't think they were. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the resolution looks pretty good for a Wii title. You know, I wouldn't expect them to. You know, actually. Doesn't. Dude, the Wii is not that bad. Go back and look at some GameCube games. They're not that ugly. We're not talking <laughs> about PS1. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be fun. Uh, yeah, it'll be in AGM, so it won't suck too bad. Yeah, we, we still, I still want my Blitz. <laughs> well, speaking of Blitzes... Walmart and Best Buy, <laughs> they're not going to be taking any used games, and they're not going to be selling any used games soon. Bad idea from the get-go. Well, yeah, but 
this didn't last long at all because we reported this what la- six months ago on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Walmart and Best Buy. Why do I think I saw? Why do I think there was GameStop in this subject? I'm like, that's how GameStop makes their money. So the the kiosks that were put in the the, the stores to to you know to to sell and to take back used games are going to be pulled from their stores, which is really strange because I I, I never saw one. Well, because they they had never made it to our area. <laughs> oh, they don't want any games from the south. We don't we don't take care of our pieces. Of but I mean, well, well, it's almost to the point where. <laughs> Why would you even pull them after you invested all this money in, into them? Because it's really almost a zero maintenance system, correct? You would think so. Yeah, but it would. Yeah. They, they had. They basically were leasing the machines from a, a, a third party. Ah, that's their fault, right there. But uh, neither one of the Walmart and Best Buy are the are too big to be taking on something like that on their own. All big corporations, instead of actually doing the work, are going to pay someone else to do the work for them. Why don't Walmart just buy GameStop and you know put them in their stores? Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't it always seem like when a company like does this outsourcing to try a new feature or something, it always winds up failing. <laughs> Especially in Walmart's case, I, yeah. I, it was something else they, they had where they had like um they were they rent- DVD rentals, DVD yeah. rentals. Uh, they all, they used to sell contacts on on their website. <laughs> Don't anymore. I know all these things. <laughs> yeah, Walmart. I know something you don't know. You don't know who's going to win the Super Bowl. That'd be the Saints. <laughs> According to who? who? Who says that? Um. Yeah, that would be Madden. Everybody. Oh, John Madden. John <laughs> Madden. Madden Ten, which is a stupid ass name. Madden Twenty Ten. Uh, <laughs> because it's definitely not the tent Madden because he was back in 95, 96 too. That would make it like Madden 16 or 15 or exactly. But Madden, Madden predicts that the Saints will win the Super Bowl. Uh, I what's hmm. the spread? <laughs> <laughs> uh, four, actually, four point spread. It was 35 31 in the make believe game that, the, that they played. <laughs> I wonder what is the historical accuracy of Madden predicting the the, 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 the Super Bowl winner. I don't think Madden was uh, good at predicting was who was going to get hurt next by putting their picture on their box. <laughs> <laughs> People were like scared. Oh, it's okay. I don't want to be on the box art. It's going to end my career. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Hey, so if they do win, so is there going to be a, a, a Saint on Madden 11 box art? I would, I would love to see Drew Brees on on Madden 11. <laughs> yeah, I, I did see that somewhere. I think the runner up, there's three runners up: uh, Drew Brees, uh, Jared Allen, and I uh, forget the other guy. Yeah, it's because he like, he's not going to get chosen, and it's all Brees. Yeah, not important. Not important. <laughs> Yeah, I said put far on, back on it, man. Yeah. I've been on <laughs> And have to change his uniform again? Yeah, probably so. Except this time it'll it'll go from a jersey to like one of what's some old people wear. Something <laughs> 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 old people wear. Uh, with a, a like a house coat or something. <laughs> some, some flannel with some fishing hooks in it. He'd be wearing Wrangler jeans just like in the commercial. Oh man. Oh. 
Uh, cutting off all his circulation. Luckily, he already had a child. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I will be enjoying the Super Bowl commercials um, in high definition with my digital over-the-air high-definition receiver translator thingy. Well, that does it for news. <laughs> Thanks for all who who contributed. Uh, moving on to deals of the week. All right. Well, I have one ka-ching, deal ka-ching. here. Sorry. Right, we'll add <laughs> that in post. <laughs> well, I have one deal here. Um, everyone knows I like projectors. Uh, well, not, well, I have a projector. It's a 720p projector, which I bought. Uh, I'm not going to disclose the price. But the 1080p projectors are finally starting to come down in price. This is the first one I've seen for... Be- can I really say below a thousand dollars? I guess so, because if you buy it from the site I'm listing here, Tiger Direct, you don't pay tax. You don't have to pay taxes on it, so you will be one penny shy of a grand. Um, so this is like, and Optoma is a very well-known brand that people seem to like and has good life and uh, longevity on it. Uh, but this is a 1080p home theater projector, DLP or technology. I think Text Instruments makes that. Um, the other thing that that really sparked my interest as well, it has a three thousand to four thousand. Uh, uh, what our lamp life? Um, that three thousand to four thousand. Uh, I guess you wouldn't really call it a range, because um, if you run your projector on low, uh, you know, on low brightness of the entire life of it, then you will then you will get four thousand hours. And so you know, if you're having a projector, you're making a home theater. So I'm pretty sure your home theater is not going to be bright. So if it's dark in there, you don't need to have your lamp on high, but I definitely recommend this. If you're building a home theater and you want maximum resolution, I would say get this. The only reason I would say wait is if they announce uh, the you know the 120 hertz to high FPS refresh rate uh, projectors because this pretty much is just a 60 FPS. But where else can you get a 300 inch 1080p you know you know uh, television for under a thousand dollars? You can't even get a 300 inch 1080p screen. Without it being a projector, that's but, true. Yeah, <laughs> I say give it a try. If you don't want, to, if you don't have the patience to wait for, you know, next year, because you know every technology always gets cheaper every month. But but if you don't have the patience, and well, it's kind of too late to get this in time for the Super Bowl, because they don't really do overnight delivery, and it's Thursday night and Super Bowl Sunday. I'm I'm rambling now, but hey, thanks for explaining how shipping works. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this year in um, somewhere near one of their centers, Tiger Direct does allow pickup, so you could get it in one day. Um, but I'm done talking about that. 1080p projector under a thousand bucks. Optoma, well-known brand, four thousand hour lamp life. Uh, if you did ten hours a day, that would be four hundred days. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So what are we watching, Clarence? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <clears throat> I'm watching uh, on Siffy. I'm watching the show called Caprica. Then not Caprica? And, no, not no, no. Don't even go there. No, Capricorn. Uh, <laughs> uh, Caprica. What Caprica is is the uh, prequel to uh, the Battlestar Galactica series, which I love. Um, I don't know if you guys are in, into Battlestar. Nope. No. I need oh, to man. get Come into on. it. Not, I, not I, one of you guys? I might start. They have all the episodes. We have, they have a bunch of episodes on, uh, on Netflix. Netflix streaming, so I might give it a try. 
Yeah, well, I, well, what I will say, this is the prequel to the Battlestar Galactica series. Uh, it shows how the sidelines were actually created uh, and developed. Uh, you actually, it's more like a drama type than a space sci-fi type show right now, but I'm pretty sure that's all going to change. They are showing the beginning of beginnings of the making of, makings of the sidelines. So, you know, it's a, a lot going on there. Uh, it's a great show. I highly recommend it. It's only two episodes in right now with the third episode, uh, episode coming on this Friday. So if you don't have nothing to do on Friday evenings, which I uh, hope you're not a loser like that, uh, check out uh, Captain. <laughs> 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 Because uh, I will be watching, so I guess it means I'm a loser. Or or, <laughs> or you can just TiVo it. Uh, yeah, TiVo. <laughs> but, but, but watch it. It's, it's a great show. It's probably like one of the best sci-fi shows on right now that I can think hey, of. Hey, sir, isn't that that comedian dude that you like? That would be Patton Oswalt. And I like what? I know who he is. I don't know about... <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Uh, well, would there be a reason they're not tagging this with a Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica name? Uh, well, if you're any type of Battlestar Galactica fan, you will instantly know that name oh. because it's like an integral part of the series. Caprica, oh. gets, uh, Caprica gets invaded like on the first episode. So and it's like the whole point of Battlestar is like finding a new home. So, yeah, so, if you if you know anything about Battlestar, you'll know what Caprica is. Okay. So they don't want any new viewers. They're just trying to, you know, give those who stop watching something new to start watching. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know if you can say that. I mean, if you said Battlestar Galactica, who, who's going to watch this just because of the name? Not me. <laughs> Actually, this may be a, an attempt to get new viewers because if people are like, "Ooh, that's a new show. Let me check it out." If, <laughs> if it's if it's labeled Battlestar Galactica Caprica, they're going to be like, "Oh, I don't want to watch that." Oh yeah, Caprica does sound like something. Women would like to watch. That sounds like a soap opera name. Yeah, and and truly, it can stand on its own. You you can watch this and have no prior knowledge of Battlestar Galactica, or would it be future knowledge since it's a prequel? <laughs> well, you, you know, know what I mean. You you don't have to no knowledge of Battlestar Galactica really, and watch this and still be have an enjoyable show. You know, often ask a question that might make me lose some geek points or whatnot. What's the sideline again? In, aren't those the chicks? It's, it's, it's Cylon is basically a robot. That's yeah, all. they're the robot population. That's yeah. all? They're nothing else special? They're, they're just robots? Think of, think of Data from uh, from Star Trek. Are they it's good or bad? Or is they're, they're, they're sentient robots, basically. Robots with a soul? <laughs> Not a soul, but a coherence and can make decisions. Sentients! Oh, <laughs> oh, they, they oh, they have feelings. They're little <laughs> astral this they're is going downhill fast. They're they're self aware, is what you're saying. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Those are the words I was looking for. <laughs> oh, they so they're programmed with self preservation. This is an iRobot, dude. <laughs> I have dreams. <laughs> okay, so uh, what are we playing? I'm playing Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. You playing with your nuts and bolts? Yes, Banjo Kazooie's Nuts and Bolts, <laughs> to be exact. <laughs> and. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that game is nothing like. Well, it's it 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 is a lot like, but it's nothing like the original Banjo Kazooie games. You spend the whole thing just riding around on uh, carts that you create, 
and these carts you have to create in certain ways to uh, complete certain missions in the game. So uh, it's, it's it's fun. It's it's you know it's it's charming. It's cute. Uh, it's family friendly, and it, what's really cool is throughout the game that they're it, it really like the, makes fun of rare the entire time. Like in the, the very <laughs> opening sequence, it's like uh, the the creator of the game came out and said and said, uh, "Yes, that's where video games go to die," or something like that. And then Banjo says, "Oh, really? Just like grab by the ghoulies." <laughs> you know, just talking about how bad games go there, and it, it's really funny how they're self-referential and new new kids or, or teenagers, whoever you know, the young people who play it aren't going to get them. But people our age who did who grew up playing Rare will get a lot of uh, the, the different references to old Rare games. Here's a question: Would the game have done better as its own property and not with the Banjo Kazooie license on it? I think it would have. Everyone saw Benjamin Kazoo was like, "Yay, 3D platforming adventure!" Yeah. And no, we didn't get that. Yeah, yeah, like Kazooie, no point. <laughs> Kazooie even being there, had a character wrench or something. Yeah. Like, like I have, a, I have a question, like more, yeah, specific to the gameplay. Uh, <laughs> the, do they actually let you like use the level of creativity when building the carts or whatever or machines? Do you, do you have to build them? the way they want you to build them, or can you create your own uh, creation? Well, you kind of get to create your own creation. You you get, you get amass this big mountain of parts, and they give you a mission. You need to do this by doing this and get that over here. And you have to look through your parts and say, okay, I need to go in the air, so I need a propeller here. Um, let's see. Oh, I need to go uh, really fast, so I need rocket boosters. Uh, you really have to come up with the way that you're going to complete this task. The, there may be a suggested way, way to do it, but it's not set in stone how you need to get from point A to point B. That, that's really where the game shines. Is It's almost like a backwards puzzle game. <laughs> I want this to be Banjo 3E, 3E, so bad that like, when I couldn't even finish the demo when I started playing. I was like, okay, this... I, Where's my platforming? Ah, screw this, I'm done. Yeah, as I said, I, I really think this would it would have done a lot better had they just created a new uh, franchise and gone with it that way. Uh, uh, another reason for not putting your old name on a new title. Uh. If, had they just named it Nuts and Bolts? <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, it could have worked. <laughs> and just put some faceless worm in it or something. I don't know, it might have worked as a Viva Pinata game. So, Carl, that's why it's called Caprica. Thank you. Wait, huh? Oh, no. <laughs> so you playing some Trine, too? Yes, I played Trine. Oh, okay. Uh, Trine is available through, I believe, Steam, and also on the PS3. And I played the demo, and basically, you play as three different characters. One is a wizard, one is a, a thief, and one is a... Warrior, soldier. Warrior. Yeah, yeah, soldier. And each one of them has different abilities, and you can toggle through them. And it's a, pl- a puzzle platforming game. It's developed by an indiv- independent developer, so it's... it's. Uh, w- when I played it, I was thinking, this is all a lot like Braid. Another 2.5D uh, de- uh, game. <laughs> exactly. It's it, it's a lot like Braid. Not that it plays like Braid, but that it has the same feel of indie development and uh, puzzle mechanics. 
I I've really enjoyed what I've what I've played so far, and I only played the demo, but I do plan on buying it because uh, it, it's another one where you need to get from point A to point B. Have these three people who can do these three things, or have who have this skill set? How are you going to get over there using the props that are in the in the level? Yeah, the funny thing is, uh, uh, when you get a chance, uh, watch Yahtzee's review of it. Yeah, it had me funny. He like he said the magician is like uh. He said he's like a character with access to the level editor. He said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 wizard can just kind of drop a box wherever he needs it. Yeah, he said he was just stacking shit and like didn't do any of the puzzles the way they probably wanted him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you made reference, reference to braid. Like, is it anywhere at that level of beauty? I gouging. <laughs> I, possibly. I haven't gotten to the later levels yet, but a lot of it is. You can see an item way up in the top of the corner of, of the level, but you have no idea how to get it because uh, you haven't mastered the skills of the three characters yet. Swinging, stacking, and fighting. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, and the thief, isn't she dressed like a, like an assassin from Assassin's Creed? <laughs> eh, somewhat. She has like a robe thing on. Yeah, white flowing garment. Yeah. Wow, nice graphics. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty game. Okay, well, that does it for what I'm playing. Uh, next up is the tech tip of the week. Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of people go to YouTube to actually just listen to music. And and there are a lot of a crap ton of videos on YouTube where, you know, you go uh, search your favorite artist and, like, you know, actually uh, most people just do it to listen to the song on YouTube. Yeah, with a music video. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So what I'm saying is YouTube is the biggest and best music store in the world. <laughs> so, and and everything is is uh as Kanye says, free ninety nine. So uh, there's a program that uh well there are many programs I should say that actually allow you to rip the uh MP the audio from any YouTube video and save it as MP3. Now, I've tried a few, and some of them are ad-written, uh, uh, possibly spyware-written, but I did find one that is a very clean site. It's in beta, and you can actually just uh, copy the uh, URL of the YouTube video that you want to snip the uh, audio from, paste it in this engine, and just hit um, <clears throat> the go button, and it'll actually give you options to uh, save it at the uh, bit rate you want to. Uh, you can uh, trim it. You can rename it, blah, blah, blah. And boom, you got your MP3. So if you ever see any audio that you want from YouTube, uh, the world is yours, free ninety nine. Go get it. <laughs> wow, you heard it from from Clarence. He says, "Go get it." <laughs> uh, so, you know, a lot of times the the music on YouTube that doesn't have the highest quality. So I'm assuming you'd be at, at mercy of whatever quality the music was was. Up. Yeah. You're going to be at mercy of the highest bit rate that it was uploaded at, I'm assuming. So I know it scales, uh, YouTube scales back the video. I don't know if they do any more compression on the audio to scale it back, but you, I think you're pretty sure you're going to be uh, at the mercy of the highest uploaded bit rate. So, and most of the time, it's at least 128k uh, kilobits per second, which is 
pretty much that's cassette audio i think cassette quality. yeah that's a little bit be- below mp3 mp3 average i think like the 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 average bit rate now like our itunes and stuff is 256 kilobits per second so i you know it's free what more can you ask for oh yeah and well and this is very exciting because there, there's a band that's on uh it's got a couple of videos on youtube that are live and i would you know love to to, to bootleg that stuff off of YouTube, and I, you've probably heard of them. Um, Villains of Groove. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you can just send a certain person to email and get those tracks. <laughs> okay, so that was tech tip of the week. Just gank the music from YouTube. Awesome. <laughs> just gank. <laughs> oh yeah. And I, I don't know if that was our last topic. We have some stuff in the anime manga section. Yeah, I guess we we can skip Dragon Box, but uh, no, me and James have seen the Dante's Inferno uh, animated film, which is very good. And I now see exactly what you were speaking of, James. Everyone knows that the Dante's Inferno was that uh, you know that poem about uh, Dante's trek through hell, the nine circles of hell. One thing I noticed they did that James pointed out to me—they did with this, and it really started to show uh, the nine circles of hell. Uh, are, are actually it's actually done as really nine in done by nine different uh i guess animation studios because dante and virgil and the arts and like the character art style like changes completely like once one time dante like this slender guy with short hair and next time he's this punk rock dude with long hair and extra Almost long emaciated. arms animatrix yeah, yeah. another another time he's this just big buff guy. Only thing that stays consistent is the voice acting. Yeah. Um. No, no. The thing about it though is what you gotta understand is the character designs change. The animation style stays the same throughout the whole series. It's the character uh, style, uh, the character designs that changed. Like when I first saw it, I was like, maybe he's just resembling the type of scene of the circle. Because, you know, like, in when he went to the Circle of Lust, he looked like, I don't know, like, supposedly like a a very handsome man or something that women would fall for. He, he had, like, something in his hair. I'm not even sure what it was, but... It was uh, it was, it was his crown that was on his helm. Oh, yeah, but they changed now. Well, they, they ch- yeah. So I was like... And they're very true to some of the character designs, because, like, in Lust, you did get to see the women with the uh, the tentacle... Um, clitoris. Oh, whoa, 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 just stop right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, well, another plus is uh, there's a you do get to hear Mark Hamill uh, doing a voice. I thought he was going to play a, a bigger part, but hey, it's, it's always good to hear his voice. But um, I've heard so he, I thought he had kid friendly. Definitely <laughs> not. There, there's there's nipples and blood and guts and gore and. Um, it's very mature, much it like is. much like the game that it's based upon, much yeah. like the poem that both of them are based upon. Yep, I'm trying to think. Was it much? I don't think it was much profanity in it. So, uh, but then it doesn't really matter. You know, Americans approve. You know, you you can curse and blow up and kill a billion people, but if you show a nipple, then your movie gets rated R. But in Japan, you can you can bang and bounce on cable TV. <laughs> With some blurring, but <laughs> uh, what happened to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, 
like uh, my girlfriend says, she read on some forums. Uh, you know, if you're a person who's easily sport, you know, don't like spoilers or whatever, um, they say not to watch it because, um, you know, he actually fights each of the bosses that are the bosses in the game. And uh, no, so- he doesn't. Hmm. No, he doesn't, because uh, in the Circle of Lost, Cleopatra is the boss. Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, they, well, that's the only person they skipped, really. Um, well, you know, they he, skipped he, a lot of people because you well, didn't they, actually they fight death. the guy in charge of greed. You just fought his father. Also, they the his anime father takes is, liberties. Yeah. Well, yeah, it takes a few, but they say the the bosses that he do fight, they say he actually kind of gives away the, the. I think they say it's the way the boss dies in the game or something like that. But I'm like, uh, it's not going to spoil it for me. And the game's not out yet. Yeah, it's true, but they well, some they... places it's out. It's been leaked. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, everything's leaked. But like they say, uh, there's not enough pirates to truly offset uh, profit. Well, you want, unless you're time. unless you're the music industry. Well, well, that's because everyone knows how to do that. Not everyone can, you know, you know, have a hacked PS3 or or. Or Xbox and then download a, a ten to thirty gig file to then burn on their Blu-ray or DVD burner then to run on the system. But everyone can download a four megabyte audio file in six or seven seconds. None of which we condone. Yeah, here but on Facebook.com. Makes, <laughs> makes you wonder though. Um, you know, they say they shouldn't be allowed to download it, and you know, a lot of them say, "Well, if I wasn't a download, I wasn't going to buy it anyway." So. So was is so was is that really profit lost if they weren't gonna buy it anyway? Hmm. <laughs> but okay. nothing's in anime very good. Um if you're over the age of eighteen and would like to see this, um even if you don't plan on buying the game, it's definitely worth watching. Um the yeah, action it's, it's on YouTube, it's on several sites already. That's how we saw it. <laughs> The action is very good. Uh, it's very fast. The guy has like unbelievable agility. I'm small. He's like he does like incredible Hulk type jumps and at certain parts. And but yeah, I I, I liked it. It's 88 minutes long, so it's gonna get you, get you a good hour and 28 minutes. Um, they do a nice little introduction to each uh, you know circle of hell. And oh, indeed, the limbo babies are in there. The babies running around with like sickles or for arms. Yeah, they were like roaches. There were so many of them. Oh, okay. Well, that's a nice thing to to end the podcast on. (laughs) Final thoughts, plugs. Visit the website. Yeah, visit the website, www.techpedition.com. There's like a combination of the word tech and... Expedition? Yeah, expedition. I'm about to say edition, but no, you would spell it wrong. And if you would, tech edition. Uh, send us emails at fans at techpedition.com. No spam. Please don't. No. <laughs> yeah, no spam. We, we I, get enough already. I don't want any uh, Cialis Pro question nation, whatever that progestion. Or, or I don't want any medicine. It, yeah, <laughs> uh, also visit our YouTube channel. We have some very good and informative videos up there that I'm sure you'll love. Oh, yeah, and we have more coming. Um, everyone, everyone enjoy Sergio's home plays. Uh, I will be coming up with uh, probably two more videos within the next two weeks of um, a revisit to the Penguin United. Uh, what's it called? Crossfire? Yeah, V2. <laughs> yeah, V2. Uh, a reboot of the <laughs> of the Penguin Crossfire Remote Pistol. 
This one. one they did after suggestions of watching our review, watching Carl's review of it. Yeah, I, I hope so. They didn't tell me that. that He's uh, going to dissect their every nook and cranny of it. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm definitely going to test this and enjoy it. I'm going to dual wield them. Um, but hey, uh, and I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say, hey, you can choose a podcast. <laughs> no, I was about to say, if you want one, um, I, mean, I might give this one away. Oh, what well, things say, don't I promise do. something that you can't do. <laughs> but yeah, I got this. <laughs> but, but no, it doesn't work for employees. You can't participate. Oh. What? I'll just borrow it and I'll bring it back. <laughs> All right, well, follow us on Twitter. Become fans of us on the, the Facebook. Eh? Oh, yeah, Facebook. Forgot we're on Facebook. Oh, more comics will probably be coming soon, too, from uh, our editor in chief. He's getting, hand- he's getting pretty handy with the pencil. Or with the Awesome. Wow, this this podcast came to a screeching halt. Until next time. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Tech Position Podcast. I'm Sergio. Have a week. Have a great week. I can't I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. <laughs> <laughs>